You got a said con- I tried it. Well, you got a condenser mic just for this interview. I'm honored, man. You appreciate I, I good know, audio quality. <laughs> I had it in a box and I hadn't used it, so I was just like, "Fuck it," and use it for this. What kind of mic is it? Is it a is it a snowball? Is it a regular microphone? Sounds fancy. Um, no, it's just some regular condenser type shit I got for a Christmas present. So, well, um, well deserved. Well, good gift. Yeah. Oh man, I'm excited, man. Uh, we, we're gonna have a crispy clean audio. It's almost like you're right next to me. Uh, yeah, that that's one thing. That's my pet peeve when I hear battle rap podcast the person on the phone is always crackling up and you can't hear shit uh, so i guess so, I, I i get a chance i don't get a chance to do it as often but i get to get i get a chance to toot my own horn that's why you're a fan of ltbr i appreciate it yeah. <laughs> i appreciate <laughs> now we work hard man we work hard yeah. we, what i'm in the studio right now but funny enough my microphone uh you know the old retro microphones from like the 80s and the 90s the silver ones that like singers use oh yeah that's the what the ones talking. that come down the Fight announcer ones. Yeah, that's what we're going to call it. Ones, yeah. yeah, I'm talking to you on one of those right now. Let's get ready to talk Fire. about rap. <laughs> I'm kind of coming down with a cold, so you might be able to hear that in my voice, but it'll be okay. Hey, man, I, I'm not even sure what time it is on your side of the world. I'm sure it's way later than where, it's, I'm at, where I'm at. Yeah, it's half one, but I don't have to be up in the morning, so... I appreciate you regardless, man. Here we are. Let's talk Battle Rap Podcast. Uh, Battle Rap Podcast of New York. But for today, the Battle Rap Podcast of Wexford, Ireland, we have Podge on. Most people say I'm just from Dublin, so I appreciate the research. Oh, no, man. I I, I do the homework, man. I do the homework. Uh, Manager of the Celts, Premier Battle League. You're also a league owner, right? Yeah, and I battle myself, so man of many hats. Man of many hats, Podge. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm a big fan. Nah, man. I appreciate your support, regardless, man. And uh, I have a lot. I have a lot of. I don't even know where to start because I have so many questions for you. But first and foremost, let's let's uh continue from my Ellis Dean interview. Right? Ellis Dean said, uh, you know, in Ireland, you can't tell anybody in Ireland that Mike P is better than Podge. You can't tell them anybody's better than Podge. <laughs> and I laughed at that because I'm like, you know what? They stick by their own. Aren't battle rappers supposed to think they're the best? <laughs> well, is that a new thing that's gone out of battle rap the last three years that battle rappers are not allowed to think they're the best? Yeah, I mean, it's like, um, hello, you're supposed to think you're the best. Of course they are, you know, yeah, but like, exactly. you know, fans, fans. You know, we know there's amazing fans, there's some crazy ones, some delusional ones. There's some ones in the world that you're like, what the fuck? But, like, a fan is a fan and a supporter is a supporter. How does it feel yeah. to have your entire, like, country rally behind you regardless of the person they want to put in front of you? Because in your small catalog, you have battled some legends. Yeah, it's good. I have kind of a weird relationship with my country's fans because most of them are based in Dublin. And they kind of back all the Dublin battlers. And I'm kind of, myself and Lizzie C are the only real ones from where I'm from. So all the Dublin fans kind of stick together. So I kind of get more love in the UK than I do in Ireland sometimes. So it's a bit odd that way. Oh, man. But the Celts thing is after helping with that, obviously. And a lot of it is that they're all battled 
battlers and battlers friends and when I don't give battlers the battles they want they tend to take it out on me as a battler rather than as a league owner oh no yeah absolutely man and you you've been battling for a while can't full of years yeah. and your catalog or your, your digital catalog what we have online because we don't know what you did offline obviously every yeah. battle rapper has at least you gotta at least add 10 to 20 more battles to any battle rapper's resume offline yeah the house parties yeah, yeah absolutely and and, and getting into it because before you become a professional you gotta be an amateur somewhere but two names yeah. on your resume dialect and raptor how honored were yeah. you to stand in front of those guys yeah dialect was a weird one because i tried out on next in line two and dialect was battling scoop on that one right and we had booked who did we book for that we had booked o'shea versus the source so it was going to be like our biggest card ever mm. And we wanted to get some big international names. And we offered Dialect some decent Irish names like Legends. And Dialect said he wanted to battle me, which was kind of crazy because I had just tried out in front of him in the UK like a few weeks before that. So a real honor. And it was it was a great learning curve for me because it was going from like shit tear level to... <laughs> like top pair UK. Well, damn. Well, but, but that's what it was, and well, it was like, oh fuck, fuck Giz, that. fuck Topher. Uh, you you battled on yeah. Code Red too, right? Fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But in fairness, like I I was that level as well. Like, well, even though I was bodying people, like I I should have never gotten dialect that early. But no, it's I, the best yeah. thing that ever happened to me because yeah, yeah. it made me. It, it was sink or swim, like it's Troy into the ocean and find your way back and i actually beat dialect so yeah, yeah people can't really say anything then dialect has already built this persona where it's like he his status is solidified he he's yeah. definitely he's definitely an all-time uk guy but over the last couple of years he doesn't win a lot but at this point just standing in front of him yeah. is, is amazing but i you have to remember that he battles scoop which is probably like the most convincing win he's ever had and that was my tryout and that was what my memory of him was because I was standing with Scoop me and Scoop are friends like we send each other bars on WhatsApp so I was standing behind Scoop Scoop, Mm -hmm. and Dialect was just barking in his face and killing Scoop like shout out Scoop Scoop will admit he got killed and then I got the offer to battle Dialect and I was like oh shit I have to stand in front of that (laughs) yeah so so even though like Dialect has lost a few last year that was my experience of what it was like to stand in front of Dialect so I had a different thing you also battled Hulk really early too but and Hulk's no slash he's no slash neither yeah, that was my second ever battle. Uh, I tried out on Rappersville's first ever event and Hulk battled on that card. And he obviously runs King of the Ronalds and I was having a bit of trouble getting an opponent for King of the Ronalds. I had already been booked. Somebody had pulled out and Hulk just stepped in. But uh, that was a mad one. We were supposed to battle at like 7 o'clock and we kind of had a few drinks and we didn't end up battling till like half 11 and the two of us were just fucking wasted by the time we got to battle so <laughs> it it was a shit show uh, yeah so pretty much my first eight nine months of battling is probably just a wash. might as well just chalk it off just chalk it it's off. just 
Nah, you can't. Some... You can't just chalk it off. You was on a. Uh, you was on volume three. Chocolate's volume three. You was on next online two. Those are good cards, man. Yeah, they were my two best performances, to be fair. And with Rap is Full at the time, we only had like 12 battlers. So all my Rap is Full battles were like short notice to fill in on cards. Because, you know, you don't want to be battling too much on your own league because conflict of interest and that. So I was literally just filling in gaps on cards just right. to be able to throw events. Now now we have like 30, 40 battlers on our roster mm. and it's thriving, but... Like my first year on Rappers Full was just battling guys just to make up numbers, really. And you see, when you go overseas, then you don't have to worry about running an event. You don't have to do anything. So you can just focus on your performances. And that's why the next in line and volume three performances were probably my best ones. And I, I could be mistaken. Feel free to correct me. But that that uh that chalked out card was the beginning when chalked out merged with King of the Dot. Yeah, the Tony versus Soul card. See, the funny thing about that is um, I was bottom of the card that day and people don't know this because it didn't come out on camera and I knew no, there, people were just there for Tony versus Soul. I knew that there was this big announcement coming as well and I knew people wouldn't give a shit about me and I was in the airport at like 6 o'clock that morning and I was like, I'm going to get an Irish flag. And I, they called me out on stage and Topher was waiting on stage and I came out with an Irish flag on my back and obviously the Ireland versus England thing goes back like 800 years. Like, and people and people started booing me and I started yeah? saying, fuck, fuck your Union Jack, we want our country <laughs> back and shit. Like, <laughs> and people kept booing me even more. And I was like, this is the only way people are going to give a shit and actually react to this shit. Wow, and then after my first four bars and I started killing it, people were like, this fella doesn't give a shit and came over to my side. So that was why the crowd was just so hyped for that battle. And if you look at all the other undercard battles, like the card or the crowd was just dead. It's because I literally went out there and provoked them into either reacting. On, I, was either- I-, I got the mic in my hands and I want to, I'm to put it down. I got to give you a round of applause. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> the reason why, right? And shout out to Program V, my co-host, man. He would have loved to hear this story because he loves when MCs are just aware of their surroundings and they realize I need to bring more than just rap. I need to bring more than just bars. Yeah. And you were aware to say, man, this crowd doesn't give a fuck about who I am. Let's antagonize. Yeah, because so yeah, because so many newcomers just show up and cry about bat or fans sleeping on them and crowd. Right. And the crowd not reacting and shit. Like, make the crowd react. Like, you you know the situation you're going into, so right. make the situation benefit you. And then, you know what? You leave memorable. Yeah, exactly. People were talking more about, like, my intro. Like, they were wanting to know it was a cotton camera and shit like that. And people are still talking about that. So I'm asking you this funny question. Was, was that the moment you realized battle rap is not about rapping? <laughs> well, yes, if I had a fucking went up there and was shite, <laughs> like the crowd would have. I, lo- I love how you laugh because you're like, damn, it's so it, true. <laughs> it, it's a, it's, it is about rapping, but it's about making people care as well. Like if I was, if I went up and I was trash for three rounds, people would have dragged me for that rather than hail me for that. Like you just take risks. Like, people are going to be trash forever. Like, 
that's how like people just come and go and you see people with forum hyper online presence and they only last like eight to ten months max and then they fuck off and someone else comes in some other clown comes in yeah absolutely absolutely and I want to definitely transition in and uh I want to ask about the Ireland to England the, uh, event. Um man, when I first saw the flyer and I believe it was in the summertime, July. Actually, I remember perfectly. Yeah. My, my brother's birthday is around that same time. It was July 7th. My brother's birthday is on the 5th. Yeah. And um I have been going back and forth for Bloodstraw for months. We're still going back and forth. It's, it's at this point it's yeah, my sure. it's my fault that I haven't gotten him on the show cuz before he was really busy. I spoke to him before the event. I said, I need to hear about this event. He said, I'll call you afterwards. It's crazy. You know, talk to me about what, what England versus Ireland was like uh, on paper, setting it up, the environment. I need to hear it. Yeah, it was it was great fun. It was actually more fun setting it up in the promo than the actual event because really? obviously. Yeah, because obviously when I get there, like I have to focus on battle and I have to focus on like time management running the event who's on the door shit like that like shout out rory who runs the league like he owns the league i'm pretty much just his right hand man but right yeah so i loved the hype of it because like i'm very historic like i'm very into my irish history and all like i i'm very proud to be irish and the irish struggle throughout the world and all that so i like was stoking the fire completely like turning this into proper ireland versus england like this is for 800 years of fucking slavery <laughs> and rape and pillage wow so what motivation so yeah so yeah but um we had a pre-party the night before and to be honest, we all just went. We had like battles, tryout battles, and stuff like that. And people who didn't make the main card, and I just partied too hard. And for my raptor battle, um, my I could feel my voice going. So like I perform, like I'm a rapper before I was a battle rapper. So I've performed live, and I've kind of learned that if you shout it kind of hides the fact that your voice is breaking a small bit. Like you don't hear them little squeaky bits as much if you kind of grit your voice a bit. So I just was just shouting like a maniac for my whole three rounds because like there was no cadence in my floor or anything. And that was mm. complete trying to hide a hangover because I hadn't gone to bed till six o'clock and I had been shouting abuse at English people for the whole night before. So um, other than that, uh, the event was great. The crowd atmosphere was unreal. Like everybody got into the spirit of it, and England were playing in the World Cup that day as well. So we had oh, a yeah. break. We had a break while England were playing in the World Cup, and we went downstairs to the bar and watched that together. So it all added to the experience. And obviously, a summer's day in Ireland, in the middle of Dublin, is just a beautiful city to be in as well. Oh yeah, I definitely got to visit. I got to put that on my bucket list, man. And uh, yeah, the best crowds in the world. Like Thesaurus has said it. Um, Real Deal has said it. Like all these people have said, Ireland is the best crowd in the world. I believe it. I honestly do. And it's kind of like you know, at, at events out here in America, in New York, 
I want to point out that at one point of the night, there's a little bit too much cognac being poured, right? Everybody's had a little too much to smoke, a little yeah. too much to drink. It sounds like events over there, that happens very early. How early is everybody drunk? And you're just like, well, my material is not going to age well for these guys, but I just got to entertain them. And do you, yeah. pre- and, and funny question for your answer. Do you prepare your material anticipating a drunk crowd? Um, I hadn't previously. I'd said that um, my O'Shea material is the first time I've prepared my material because sometimes you go on early, sometimes you go on late. And you don't really know, but um, yeah, O'Shea was probably the first time I've properly catered my bars, knowing that I'd have a drunk crowd and knowing that they would want that material. But still, you don't want to sacrifice too much of your, I don't know, artistic integrity in <laughs> inverted commas or whatever fucking so gay is, shit you want to call it. Is that, a, is that a tough balance? Or do you kind of, you figured it out already. You're like, oh, I, I know when to throw this. I know when to throw that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, see, Irish battle rap fans are not really battle rap fans either. They're learning battle rap from being rap as full fans. Like, they come for it being a rap is full event and they're starting to pick up on certain ways to pick up bars, certain ways to do that. So they're still very much a joke heavy crowd, but kind of still there are people who are there for bars. Oh, well, we lost him. Let's get him back over here, man. We, We got the Skype up and on. Let's get my man Podge back on this call, man. This is a pretty good interview. Hey. How's it going? Oh, we, we got you back. All right. Um, yeah, so do you want me to just continue? Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. Keep, keep it rolling, oh. man. We, we don't edit anything out of here, man. It's all raw and live. Uh, all right, no matter. Pause. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, uh, get the... you guys use pause, too. This is great. So... <laughs> We only pause in battle rap. We don't really pause in Ireland at all, apart from that. Um, yeah, so Irish battle battle fans just, I don't know. There are some battle fans, and mostly they're just there to have a good time, and they're just learning their way through it the same way fucking battlers are as well. So, Oh, man. Damn. So then um, where where. I even I almost lost track a bit, but the event there was an event actually. Let me think. Um, Don't flop had an event. It was also in the summertime. I think it was called Retaliation. That's what it was called. And a handful, yeah. a handful of guys from your country went out there. Uh, who was it? Only uh, one. Only one. Sayo. Right? Yeah, Sayo cancelled. Yeah. Um, Raptor went. So Sayo. Uh, Cancelled his battle. He was supposed to be battling Mickey Worthless and, and Raptor. Yeah, there, there was a different Raptor from Ireland, and that yeah, that always that, yeah, that threw me off. I was like, wait, is he gonna, yeah. is he gonna get any love when he goes out there? Are they gonna yeah, yeah? Because like most of the top battlers in Ireland have been rappers before they've been battlers. So mm. like Raptors had that name for like ten years. Like I know of him for like ten years and. Obviously, he didn't know about Raptor Warhurst at the time, so... Oh, just coincidence. It's kind of one of them 
coincidences, yeah. We were supposed to be setting up Raptor versus Raptor for the name. Oh, wow. At last verse three, but I think Raptor Warhurst, the UK dude, is after retiring now, so oh, can't man. do that. So then um, after the England-Ireland event, that's kind of where, like, the premier battles and, uh, and rap is full kind of clashed. And I see now, like, I see it in your icon. You have the Ireland Battle Club, Celts Battle Club. Talk to me about that part of, like, the affiliation for Premier Battles. And now that you're a manager for Premier Battles, what's that like being a battle rap manager? Yeah, it's it's great because, like, we only started off a year and a half ago and we had, like, 12 people in a room. Real Deal came to my hometown to fucking try out or for to battle when I was trying out, like, and in a year and a half now, we've gotten over to the UK. We've gotten enough recognition that they feel like they can take the risk and giving us a team. Mm. And it's been fairly, it's been fairly good. Like, it, it was tough picking the team. That was the hardest thing because we started off Briggsy and Shotty just wanted me, Terminal, and some UK guys just to kind of tease in the Irish thing. But then when they came over for Ireland versus England and they saw how things were growing over here and the quality of our battlers, they were like, nah, fuck it, just do a whole Irish team and we'll just run with that. So, um, yeah, Briggsy and Shotty have just backed us completely. And Who's on the South's roster? Who's on the roster? Um, we have Terminal, who... Tried out with me on Next in Line 2. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable writer. One of the best writers around. Has been co-signed by Rest in Peace Bender from that event and people like that. Um, we have Raptor and Robbie, who used to be in a rap group together. Mm. Um, two really good performers. Robbie's just coming off body and Pedro. Raptor is pretty much a legend in Irish battle rap at this stage. And then we have like two lesser known guys, Hades, who got Battle of the Night versus Raptor at mm. that Ireland versus England card. And pretty much everyone on Premier Battles wanted to sign him. So we just said, fuck it, we're going to sign him ourselves because oh, we'd rap. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't live with ourselves if, there, if he fucking came and beat us. So, um, yeah, he's there. He's only had like four battles, but he's just, he's superstar in the making. He just owns a room. And then we have Johnny Darko, who's oh. um, more, well, more well known for his, uh, for his uh, music. He's been like on MTV over in the US and everything mm -hmm. with, with music. So um, I think he's just wanted to get involved with battle rap. Like I've been friends with him for years. Like we've done shows around the country. So um, yeah, there, there are two dark, dark horses, but Johnny Darko killed it last weekend and, and people were like, holy shit, we didn't know you were this good because people hadn't seen him basically. Yeah, so yeah, Darko I've heard Hades. I haven't heard of, but Darko I did hear about, and it uh, looks like rap is your franchise guy, right? That's your all-star. He's not an all star yet. I guess he's not listed as one, but that's the guy. That's the go to guy. That's the guy yeah. you, you, you go for the buzzer beater with. Well, I I have the kit on under my tracksuit as well. <laughs> so so <laughs> I, I'm I'm ready to step in just to remind everyone I'm still the best. But Raptor, 
Raptors. Yeah, Raptors a close second. Me and Raptor have a thing going on for the last, <laughs> since before I started battling, like we have this kind of, I'd say it's more of a rivalry. It started off as a beef where we it nearly came to blows, but it's It's a competitive rivalry now. That's, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, it's more of a rivalry now. You know, but I, we're, team, we're yeah. teammates now, so yeah, you know we've got to get along. It's like Kobe and Shaq. Yeah, you know what I've learned from, because the, the only thing I don't like about premieres is that a lot of the events aren't pay-per-view, so it don't give a chance to us to like watch it. So I have to like look through my timeline to find somebody that's tweeting at the event that's sober, hopefully. Uh, I have yeah. to then uh, probably you know check it with my guy, Sarcasm City, if they have any updates or, or Battle Rap Resume or the, or the, the Twitters of the world. But yeah. from afar, it looked like everybody is really cohesive as a team. Learning now, it sounds like all you guys as teammates, you guys still kind of keep a competitive edge amongst each other. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, but you have to be competitive. But you're right. Like, we're, we're more more of a team than anyone else in Premier Battles. We actually have Ooh, a bit talk. of a team. Over Shark City? <laughs> like, Sharks are a group of indiv- individuals. Yeah, I, I, I kind of <laughs> got that from LSD. That they all just do their yeah. thing and they just show up and, and win and go home. Like, the Irish people backed... T.Y. the Pope more than L.S. Dean, his own teammate back them. So you can't really like whatever about telling someone your feelings in private. You don't go public saying your teammate is going wow. to lose. Oh, Celts is throw. Yo, the season has started. The Celts is throwing shots. I, I, <laughs> I love me some premier battles. I just need some pay per views. But you know, in sports, like. When the coach comes out and criticizes their players publicly, it never turns out good. If you keep it all indoor, close, like close the kit room door and fucking punch it out in there and get your feelings out. But you don't criticize your own teammates publicly, especially on before they've even had a chance to prove themselves. Oh yeah, nah, I, I hear it, man. I hear it, and uh, I, I I like I like the addition of this team because um. It definitely brings in a whole new flavor. Um, being a manager, a league owner, and an MC, you literally get a chance to see it from every single aspect. This, this yeah. is, is everything in slow motion for you now where you're like, guys, I understand what's happening. Just listen to me, please. Or is it still brand new to take in for you? Um, no, I kind of just take it in my stride. Like I'm really, like I'm really into battle rap as it is. Like I watch everything from URL to fucking dub scandal. Like, I know what's going on. I know what fans want. So, um, nice. yeah, it's, I don't, I try not to, ha- like, influence the battlers too much, but if I see, like, something going on or I can pick up on something or see a weakness where they can exploit, like, I let them know, or if their bars aren't up to par, I let them know. But I won't let him know publicly like the Sharks. Speaking of bars not being up to point, and uh, and we're talking about a team-based thing, I, you tweeted out, uh, and I got to bring it up for the show for all the listeners because we tweeted it, you probably missed it out. You tweeted out that you had a basketball bar at one of your events, and it was crickets. Yeah, like I've had loads of American sports bars in my first few battles, and I've just cut them out completely. American sports bars and 90s hip-hop bars, two of the things that I fucking love, and over here, nobody gets it, which is fucking mad because we're in fucking 
were battle rappers and people just do not listen to rap music apparently like it's just not a thing like the amount of fucking shit the amount of hip-hop bars and American sports bars I just scrap nowadays. It's just stupid. Yeah, you had a bar about the malice in the palace. That is like a real re- a real baf- basketball reference that only an NBA fan is going to really like, whoa, he mentioned that? And it must drive you insane to say, yo, I have so many, you know, American bars, basketball bars, yeah. hip-hop bars that I can think of and it just won't work here. Yeah, because um, I don't fucking know what people are watching on Netflix, and I don't fucking know. Like, They're I've like, never watched an anime cartoon in my life. Like, how, <laughs> I don't know how to care for these people. I genuinely don't. I fucking just have to guess, basically. Damn, they're watching Black Mirror. That's what they're watching. You don't got no Black oh, Mirror yeah. bars? No, fuck Black Mirror. Oh, damn. Interview over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I genuinely just don't really watch a whole lot of TV. that trendy mm-hmm. shit. I just, I watch like the classics, like fucking mm. Sopranos and wow, um, like The Wire and shit. But oh wow, okay. Um, all the modern shit. I don't like if I pick something up, I pick something up, but. I don't really know what the trend is. Like, I I just kind of randomly select something, and if I get past the first episode, I get past the first episode. I might have to ship you out to America, come to Maryland, and spit some wire bars. Yeah, it works as well because it's a name flip. Like, because we don't pronounce our THs like we're like the Jamaicans. We don't pronounce our THs, so the wire and the wire fucking works perfectly. So I have a few the wire bars. <laughs> And you, you mentioned that you watch a little bit of everything. Let's, let's actually get into your battle rap background. Like, what were some of the influences, like, internationally in America and the UK and your country that you were watching coming up? And you're like, I, I'm, I'm a fan of this. This helped me get better. I'm motivated by this battle MC. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was kind of like, you know, one of them fucking hip hop historians. So obviously I knew about Busy B and Cool, cool Modi and shit mm, like that and talk. Cassidy and Freeway and talk. shit like that. But um, I'd say the, fir- the first things we used to get 106 and Park over here on a Friday and the Freestyle Fridays, like the old school ones like Gin and... Uh, Blind Fury and shit like that, I'd say, were the first battles I really started oh, watching. Oh, man, talk that like, retro uh, shit. Yes. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really up on the YouTube at the time. And then, obviously, when you, then DFI started over here, um, it was a shoot-off of Don't, of Don't Flop, Don't Flop Ireland uh, when it started. And then it just became the Fighting Irish Battle League. But then I got into that and the... Obviously, the fucking huge battles like the Lux uh, Calico battle and shit like that. Because I was more into hip hop at the time. I wasn't really into battle rap as much. I only really watched the big battles like Lux Calico, DNA, Disaster, and mm. shit like that. But now, like, I'm a stan of battle rap. Like, I. You're, you're a degenerate like me. I yeah, hear, I watch I everything. Yeah. I, I gotta ask. For for you where you're at, what American battle was the like transcendent battle? This like this battle is known worldwide. Was it Lux and Calico for you? 
Um, I'd say, um, I wouldn't say Lux and Calico really was for me. I'd say it was Lux and Hollow. I'd say. Wow, that's amazing to hear. Yeah, it didn't really grasp until Lux and Hollow. I I bought the Lux and Hollow pay-per-view. It was one of the first ever pay-per-views, was it? Yeah, uh, for UW? I believe so for that for that league, yeah. yeah. But but by that time we already had a couple King of Dot pay per views. URL yeah. URL still hadn't had their first pay per view at the time. But yeah, wow, that's crazy because that's a mega match that transcended, lived up to the hype. Um, it broke yeah, doors that was, like huge for me. Like, uh, and I like it's mad because I didn't even know much of Hollow at the time because I didn't watch much Grind Time and I didn't watch. I only had seen like maybe one or two of his URL battles. So like I thought like Lux was going to kill this cunt like and like you know like I was more of a hip hop head at the time. I wasn't a battle rap head and then I just became a hollow stand, went back and did all <laughs> the research then and right. just learned from there. Cause it's odd, like I was also into the Irish battle rap at the time and mm. You know, there's so much shit you're taking in. So, Hollow kind of fell to all the radar, which is mad to say because he's the ghost, probably now. I'm so happy to hear that battle is so transcendent globally. Yes, like I remember every single detail of that battle coming together, and when it finally happened, I said to myself right after I saw it live, I said, "This is one of the best battles of all time in history." Yeah, yeah, it's a pity how the sound and all turned out on YouTube and the footage just doesn't live out up to how amazing the battle was really. Yeah. The numbers don't generate the value of it, unfortunately, because also yeah. they uploaded it a whole year later. So then, you know, thousands and thousands of bootlegs all yeah. over the world. And it, it just wasn't shot very well. And it's kind of hard to watch with Jack Triller, fucking barely a, with no voice trying to shout shit and, but at the time when it was happening live, it was just the craziest shit ever. Wow. And um, for Ireland, who would you say, you know, uh, is definitely like an Ireland uh, a legend, a veteran that has a lot of respect for battle rap? Who's someone you would and pick? Nugget and Reds are the goats, really. Nugget, um, probably top five greatest bars ever on Don Flop. I don't think people would argue. He's come back to this era and absolutely killed it. So him and then Reds are just at the time was unstoppable basically and was just killing everybody. And I think the two of them were actually booked on World Domination 2 and uh, something happened with their flights. So they would have been like on world arm cards if it hadn't been for other shit. So them two probably the goats, and then you're talking about the Sios and all. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, them two, and then coming into this era, then myself, Terminal, Raptor, and people like that that have kind of picked it up when in a vacuum basically and made a pop again basically um i got a few guys to ask about um what's his name nash yeah nash um 
I was never really a fan of Nash. It was real kind of like I appreciate what he did and the views he got and all, all the fans like he brought to Irish Battle Rap. But it was very much you suck cocks and dicks with mots and chicks. Mm. I. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, there's, there's, there's a market for that, though. There's people. Yeah, that... it, was, it was real of the time. It was real of the time. Like that's no disrespect. That's what was popping at the time. Oh, so, so that's it, it what well. he did. And, oh. Yeah, they actually did a ruin your day on it on Nash and Jambo. Nice. A few weeks ago, and just looking back at the battle, the battle has aged like milk. Basically, it's just. <laughs> That's a good hard. one. I've never it's heard hard. that. I've never heard it's that one before. Yeah, it's hard to watch, but at the time it was the greatest shit ever. So, what about Nugget? Yeah, Nugget. Nugget is just the ghost to me. Like he's so fire. Like he came back. His first battle back on Rap is full against Raptor was just unbelievable. Like when he dropped the bar. Um, I don't give a fuck if I'm not in your top five rappers. I was top five and top five mattered. Like, yeah, well, he, he was really active last year, right? Like maybe three, four battles. But before that, he didn't battle for like what? Like five, Yeah, like five, seven five. years. Yeah, right? He didn't battle for a long but, time. Because I remember his O'Shea pe- battle. Yeah, but people need to understand, like, there was no battle rap for pretty much that seven years. Like, Rappers Comp Ireland maybe did three, four events in that seven years. Don Flop did one event over here in that seven years. So You guys never got a chance. So, yeah, like, there, there's a reason why Nugget was so sporadic in his battles, because there was really nothing here, like, Basically, when we started up again, like that whole Don't Flop Ireland DFI fan base had just gone. Like we were starting completely like we were creating a whole new scene. So for Nugget to come back and kill it after that space and time and still be so fresh, it was crazy. Like I don't think anyone from that era will come back and transition as well as Nugget has. Yeah, uh, that you got to give a lot of credit to for the fact that he had that long layover because anybody anybody that missed the wave of battle rap from like 2012 to like 2013 and took at least three, four plus years off, it's probably outdated. Yeah. It's probably a little yeah. behind, behind what's Tom needed. Shoes, mom shoes type shit. Like. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he, he was pretty good last year. He was pretty good last yeah. year. Yeah, I think... Respect BA is the only person I can think of who's come back and transitioned as well as Nugget, probably. Oh, man. That I can think of off the top of my head. He's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah. And he's such a fucking nice guy, Nugget, as well. I did my first ever live show, and Nugget was performing headline at it in fucking some small town in Bray, Ireland. And, like, he's been so supportive He's so supportive to everyone, really. Like, there's no ego with him or anything. Oh, that's awesome, man. He sounds like one of the one of the good guys. It just like works hard, uh, brings that good personality, and, and the fans. He like, sounds like one of those approachable battle rappers. You know, there's some battle rappers yeah. that just off stage. They think they're still who they are on stage, and they can't really interact. Yeah. Nugget doesn't sound that way. Yeah, 
but he still fucking tear your head off if he got on stage with him as well. So oh, he's about his business. Yeah. He's a professional. Yeah. So. But there's not many battle rappers that are arseholes. And usually the battle rappers that are arseholes are the ones who are bitter that they haven't gotten as far as they think. I, they I, I won't deserve. say there's not many. There's a, there's a couple crazy Well, guys from like from my experience, <laughs> right, I've, right. I've met like some big names and yeah, they're usually fair. There's way more okay. better than, than there's way more good than bad, of course. Yeah. That that's a good that's a really dope thing. And you know, you mentioned that gap, right? There was like that five year gap where nothing was happening in Ireland. I have to ask you personally, how did you stay motivated to want a battle? And what does a, a a battle MC do if there's no circuit but they want a battle? Like there's no market I, available where you're at. I didn't even I didn't want a battle. I basically Rory, who set up Rap is Full, wanted to do an event in my hometown and asked me would I help find a venue because I do live shows around there all the time. And then he said, do you want to do a battle? And then nobody in Ireland wanted to battle me. And I ended up battling a guy from um, the UK, GWE. And I did so fucking well, like Real Deal was there. He was freaking out, saying how well I did. Canel, Hulk were freaking out and it just kind of snowballed from there. So I never really wanted to be a battle rapper. I was kind of even not arsed doing music anymore. But then I just had one real good performance in my tryout, got another battle, got a chance to go abroad with my second battle. So it's just snowballed from there. Now I do want to be a battle rapper and I think I've gotten pretty good at it. But at the start, I had no intentions of being a battle rapper. Can you, uh, can you, can you, can you bless the, the show and all the listeners and can you do the chant for us? How's it go? Do, do, do. <laughs> the chant you Which had, one? The chant you had against Raptor? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's like an Irish rebel song. That's um, the Celtic Symphony. So mm. that's where that comes from. It's like uh, graffiti on the wall. I said the sun was going down. I said graffiti on the wall to the cells, to the cells. Oh, and then nice. it goes like, ooh, ah, up the rah, say, ooh, ah, up the rah, like the, the rah or like the... Irish Republican Army, the people who defeated the British Army and won back our independence, and then they branched off and became a terrorist organization. Wow. Um, that's what the British would lead you to believe they were a ter- terrorist organization during the Troubles in the North. So that's what that is. Up the rise, up the IRA. Ah. Well, you know what? You saying it right, like the, the the bit of the struggle of like of Ireland. You were mentioning earlier when you were talking about like the 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 the, uh, the battle event Ireland versus England. You like you just filled up all that passion of all that history. Can you tell us? I, I know we're we're getting away from battle rap because this is just so interesting. I want to hear a little bit about like the history and like struggle of like for you growing up, especially as an MC. Oh, well, there was no struggle for me growing up because we had already won our um, freedom by then and the troubles were kind of coming to the, to an end in the North, even though the North is still technically part of the UK. But the historical thing, like there's still a lot of uh, damage done. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, yeah, and there's a lot of 
psychological damage done to the Irish psyche because of 800, as like you probably know with the African-American race over there, that even though certain things have ended, there's certain insecurities, certain um, struggles and scars that would take centuries to go away from like inferiority complexes wow things like that so um yeah so um i didn't really have to deal with much struggles so i'm not going to play it up like that it's more of a historical pride thing nah, right right but i'm sure then, but the, does it still carry over because obviously i didn't live through slavery but you know I did live through discrimination and I still have it in my country. So it's almost like it's it's almost it's almost faced and masked away, right? And I have a friend that lives in the south of America, like about yeah. Texas. And she told me, this was interesting. She told me I couldn't live up north because down here in the south, you know, we're still almost like modern America. People are openly racist, so at least I know what to expect. When I go to yeah. know, New York, yeah. when I go up north, everybody is like masking their racism so it's scary and i don't know who's who and i'm like wow that's kind of crazy to think this is still like that back yeah you, you were saying there's still a little bit of backlash today well the british have left that's the that's the thing with us we don't have to live with our oppressors really unless you're really from the north of ireland like all the Brit- brits have left like from here so we don't have to deal with it as much but you see we went from the um frying pan into the fire really because we left the oppressive uh empire and then pretty much the catholic church swooped in and fucking took over and their influence is still kind of here but it's not it's not a it's not a discriminatory thing or anything so i wouldn't equate things that people have to go through in America to mm. what people in Ireland go through. Like mm. at the time when we were being oppressed, like Frederick Douglass took trips to Ireland uh, with a guy called, guy called Daniel O'Connell, mm. who was the yeah. emancipator of Ireland, who um, ended the pe- helped end the penal laws, which were like a precursor to the Jim Crow laws that people had in America. Ah. And stuff like that. So Frederick Douglass used to be over in Ireland and Daniel O'Connell used to do trips to uh, different towns and say to the people who were emigrating out of Ireland over to America and say, like, nobody in Ireland had seen a black person at this time. Like, people didn't have the transport. And they were, and he was like, uh, if you um, treat people of this colour badly you can no longer consider yourself an Irishman because wow. these people go through exactly what we go through here, wow. which is kind of ironic because the Irish are probably the most racist over in America now. So it kind of is a bit weird, but isn't that kind of how society works? People kick down rather than kick up with the people who cause all the trouble. Wow, that was really dope, man. I actually got goosebumps hearing that. Like, that's so amazing. And, you know, yeah. to circle it back, right, it's interesting because the culture that we're, that brought us together, right, you're across the globe from me. I'm across the globe from you. I'm Latino. I'm Dominican. You're, you're Irish. But because of the, how much we love hip-hop and the culture of battle rap, it's able to bring all these different colors and ethnic groups and shapes and sizes and voices and accents together. 
And sometimes that doesn't get appreciated in battle rap. That's why I'm such a fan of the international scene. That's why I tuned into all these different countries because I'm like, yo, this is expanded worldwide. And this almost, you know, if you're dope, you're dope. Yeah. But it's kind of understandable that people are protective of the culture as well because you see how other cultures have been kind of gentrified and shit and diluted for commercial gain. So it's natural to be protective of battle rap because battle rap is still pure battle rap at the core of it. Like like you go to the biggest leagues in battle rap and it's still battle rap. And it's just natural to be protective of that. But as you said, it's great that like so many different cultures can come together and yeah no of course that's what hip hop is all about yeah the, the essence of hip hop obviously hip-hop. is is black roots um the first yeah. battle ever kumo divas be black roots but the transcending of battle rap i always say it like you know there's so many different timelines of things happening that what people air quote label backpack rap which is white MCs battling freestyle yeah. tournaments that was going on prior to the urban side of battle rap or the commercial yeah. side where battles were on BET and on TV and all these things are going on simultaneously where you have a commercial side it's on television you have these freestyle tournaments which is air quote backpack rap you have the the street side of things and while this is all happening the international scene is also being built that's what people forget like uh, fortunately, there wasn't a lot of documentation, but I know you're familiar with this name too much from uh, England. He he came to America and he used to wipe everything clean out in Fight Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's mad, really. Um, but I suppose that's what hip hop has always been about. It battle rap is an extension of hip hop, and hip hop has always been inclusive. And even though it's protective of itself, it's always been inclusive. If you're fire, you're fire. If you respect uh, the house you've been welcomed into, they'll respect you back. And that's just the way hip hop's always been. Wow, yeah, man, this was a this was a great conversation, man. And um, yeah, like I'm a hip hop historian before I got ever into battle rap like i can go back to the 70s and talk about fucking hip-hop like oh, we need to get you back on i think one it, of the, we need to get I, you back on with the old heads then man yeah Shit. i think if you get involved in a culture it's only respectful to know where know where it came from and know everything so it's only right and that's what i always say to anybody getting into it like go back and learn the history and then maybe you can understand it more going forward let me ask you a cool question that vlad asked me uh, program v asked me he said all right you're in your car you're going down the highway you got an eight hour drive you're by yourself what rap album are you blasting on your trip uh 36 chambers nice yeah i think it's the perfect rap album it's just bars upon bars upon bars. Wow! It's, I, it's the first ever album. It's the first ever rap album I really got myself, um, and it has a kind of a mad story. Like, um, I I hate to fucking bring down the tone of it, but um, like my father committed suicide when I was like eleven, and sorry, sorry to hear that. um, and yeah, it's, it's fine. Like, 
times past. But um, my grandmother kind of felt bad for me and started giving me like 10 pounds. 10 euro or 10 pound, I can't even remember what the currency was back then, but to go get stuff yeah. in the shop and like, yeah, and I kind of got fed up of getting like sweets and toys and shit, so I went into the music shop and I recognized, they used to sell like Wu-Tang hoodies at like stalls and shit like, so I recognized the logo and I picked it up and got the Wu-Tang album and it's the first hip-hop album I ever listened to and like it's stuck with me ever since like it's fucking changed my life's album so wow. yeah i owe a lot to the wu-tang clan wow man wu-tang that's that's dope that's a really dope pick man for me it'd, for me it'll probably be any jay-z yeah. album i'm a little younger but i also met jay-z when i was yeah I, when I, I met jay-z when i was 10 my father gave me the, he, he uh i won't say the story too much but my father got a chance to meet him and he brought me and we actually had dinner with him so like that just changed my life. Like you imagine a ten year old you yeah, having dinner with one of your favorite MCs and you're just like whoa. Yeah. And I was drawn into rap. But my favorite side of rap always was the lyrical competition. Like I loved the mixtape era yeah. where you know I love Jay Z and Nas, all the yeah. all the back and forth. Takeover still better than Eater. Yeah, Jada kissing beans. Uh, it, the list yeah. goes on. So like that always grew for me. And the way I found battle yeah. was like. Yo, who's fucking with Cassidy? Who's who's yeah, exactly, who's bold yeah. enough to diss Cass? Google yeah. Google search Cassidy diss. Who's diss Cassidy? Murder Mook. Who's Murder Mook? Reed Dollars. Who's Reed Dollars? Cicero. Who's Cicero? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. It, it, here we are. Yes, it's mad that you fucking went to dinner for Je- with Jazzy. Like, there's a dude, like the dude who really got me into rapping because he was the only dude that was rapping in my accent was Rob Kelly. And he met Jay-Z like years ago. He has a picture of, did you ever see Jay-Z holding up a Celtic scarf? Man. There's a picture on the internet of Jay-Z holding up a Celtic scarf. And my mate from down the road who's done songs with Sean Price and Memphis Bleak. But he's the dude that gave Jay-Z that Celtic scarf that he's holding up. So it's a small world. Wow. Oh man, this was this is beautiful, man. I, I I'm I'm looking forward to 2019. It's gonna be a really yes, great year. Yes, gonna be a mad year. We have respect BA versus the source in May. Yeah, and just to say that's happening in Ireland is just crazy to me. I wish they had. I wish they freestyled for a whole round, but you know we're we're, we're past that era now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. We, we, I guess they can't leave it up to chance anymore. But we. We'll shoot one battle on stage, written, and then we'll take him into an alleyway and make him do a freestyle battle with like ten people in the <laughs> circle. That event, that event's when in May, right? Yeah. Uh, plug the event, man. Uh, what, tell us, tell us. Yes, last words three. So, um, tickets on rappersfull.com. Basically, we've only made one announcement, but I will be battling, and I'm very excited with my opponent. It's not as big a name as Dialect or O'Shea, but I think it's going to be a 10 times better battle, better style. Hey, Styles make fights. Up. Styles make yeah. fights. Yeah, and uh, I don't have to adapt my natural style, basically, to oh, cool. battle this dude. So I'm really looking forward to it. We have like other big events. Match Day 2 in Leeds in April, April 6th. 
So I'm going to be flying over again with the Celts. Hopefully we won't be robbed this time like we were last weekend. <laughs> um, but that's how, I suppose really, that's, how really, that's how you really feel? Just look at all the forums and online. Everybody's saying we got robbed. Even the English are saying we got robbed. Wow. But, what, but what I said to the lads on the team is treat it like UFC. Don't let it go to a decision. Knock them out in every round. And mm. Stop making it debatable. Talk. So, yes. So that's the new attitude. We're not taking any more debatables this year. We're ten eight rounds every time. Wow. I I love that mentality. That's a mentality that's missing in a lot of battle rappers. <laughs> so many battle rappers have excuses and blame everything else. If take control of your own destiny is what I say. Big fucking facts man um that's fucking awesome uh shit man i have I, I just had something to say just now too when you mentioned uh the event last weekend um oh now i remember yeah so rivers new champ yeah rivers is that dude i was so happy for rivers it was that was a close battle in unfairness. That could have went either way, but I'm just happy for Rivers because he stuck with his style when nobody was fucking with it. He kept in his lane when nobody was fucking with it. And now he's reaping the rewards. So and he's such a nice dude. I met him for the first time when he was over for Ireland versus England and I've met him a few times more. And he's such a cool dude. Mm. Just another one who just does his job. He carried his um, team last season. Carried yeah, his carried team. it. Carried his team last season, and didn't fucking become a diva when his team got cut this year. He just got on with it, adapted to the situation. As I said, didn't make excuses. Created his own destiny, and now he's the champ. I'm, I'm gonna set you up for a hot take, so I apologize. But uh, were you more happy to see Rivers win, or were you more happy to see Chris Lee's lose? Because he is Shark City, and I was like, yeah. Well, Rivers is Shark City now as well. Oh, really? Rivers is signed to Shark City. Yeah. What, 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 um, when was this announced? Um, a couple of weeks ago. Nah, I didn't see this. Yeah, so Soul has gone off of Shark City and oh, yeah, Rivers I'm, a, I'm, aware has taken his place. I'm aware Soul is yeah. off. I'm aware Soul is off. Wow. I just had, I just had LSD on last week. Oh, but... See, he's not a... T- These are not teams. Kels is the only team. <laughs> oh, he doesn't man. even... I know more about his team than, I, than oh, he does. Oh, man. I tried to set you up and I set him up by mistake. Damn. <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, I was just happy for Rivers because... So they swap Soul okay. and then they pick up Rivers. That's still not fair. It's still four All-Stars. Yeah, but... <laughs> so... He said, so fuck it. <laughs> we, we have him on the last day of the season, so... Mm. Um, we'll see who has the All-Stars then. Is, there, is the schedule out yet? Is a full match day two, three? Is everything out already, or is it still being in process? Um, the schedule is out. The matchups aren't out. And um, the website, the web, the website I checked recently was down. Is it yeah, still down? um, it was no, it's back up now. It was going through. It was changing servers, I think. So it's mm, back up now. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, because when I checked the uh, 
last week and the week before, or nah, not that long ago, maybe a little bit last week, eight days ago, I'll say, it was down. See if the, yeah. Are the rosters up uh, to date? The rosters aren't I, up to date. We need to up to date these rosters, man. These Brits. <laughs> fucking telling you, man. Come, I'm, I'm like, show, come to rap is full. Come to rap If you don't want... <laughs> If you don't want Shoddy and Briggs all in your videos, oh. dancing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking spicy. I love it. Yeah, I, try, I, try, to, I try to just, walk you in the trap and then you, you we're just. just <laughs> yeah. We're just on a covert mission to take over the whole UK scene. Kels is just an undercover mission. Yeah, man. I, I definitely. Only, only feedback I would give as a whole to the league, is I just want to find out everything that's going on, like, up to date. Like, see, I, I couldn't even figure out that Rivers was, was shot. Yeah. I mean, I probably missed the announcement weeks ago when it was announced. I, but I'm I'm on Twitter like crazy. I catch everything. So yeah, it's strange. Yeah, yeah. It's strange that I missed that one. And I, I find it weird but, myself that I missed it. But you know what? Yeah, I, I'll take the L. But... They've been dropping so many announcements, it's hard to keep up. <laughs> it's like they have something fire coming, like, every day. They announced Saul and Mike P today. Like, yeah, that 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 I seen, I seen that's breaking, and uh, we talked about that today. That's crazy. So, oh man, I can't wait, man. I can't wait, Podge, man. Thank you for your time, man. It's been a pleasure. We had everything in here. We had a history lesson. We had everything. We so had, it's been good. We had a history lesson. We had some jokes. We had some some knowledge. We you threw some shots. You got a little petty. <laughs> That's all love. It's battle rap. Before I let you sign out, man, uh, I asked you about hip hop. Give me three of your favorite American battle rappers today. I won't say all time. I'll say today. Today, yeah, pound for pound. Rum right is probably Rum is probably my favorite. I don't think he's the best, but he's probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah, we're going favorite. Um, Rum, uh, twerk. Oh man, they love, uh, they love him everywhere. <laughs> How can you not that energy? That first round against Charlie Clips uh, is, is amazing. Was crazy. Um and fuck it. Uh who else? Fuck a verb for what he did against Mook. Mm. Uh yeah, I like an underdog story, so I'm looking forward to verb and looks. Oh, I'll be in the building. I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Oh man, Podge, it's been a pleasure, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm available any other time. Anytime you want to talk about anything else, I'm here. We'll be we'll be in touch, man. Okay. Have a wonderful one. All right. Thanks very much. Good luck.